welcome back to another episode of the Slice Podcast. In this week's episode, we are covering search engine marketing. So get excited. We're going to learn about Google Ads and how to use them more effectively. So let's dive in. Okay, so search engine marketing leverages search platforms to display ads to users with relevant search queries. So basically, someone is looking for something on, let's say, Google, and in that process is served up a relevant ad for what they're looking for. So oftentimes, these ads are referred to as PPC ads or pay-per-click ads. That's because many times the billing is based on how many clicks you're getting. So SEM is not to be confused with SEO. So SEM is the practice of paid search marketing. SEO is the practice of using tactics organically to to rank in the search, which we covered last week. If you didn't hear that episode, I highly encourage you to go take a listen. Um, So popular SEM options include Google Ads, DuckDuckGo Ads, Bing Ads, Yahoo Ads, and even Taboola. So how are these... How are these basically run or how do these platforms know when to serve the ad to a searcher? There's definitely like a lot of different factors, but we'll go over a few different ones to decide whether or not an ad gets shown. So first and foremost is the keywords. So you can target and place your ad based on certain keywords or certain search terms. So for example, if someone is searching for graphic t-shirts, you can buy an ad for that search term to show up to get impressions or clicks if the searcher likes your ad. So it's also based on bid strategy. Um, So the bid strategy is, you know, let's take Google as an example because it's the primary option for SEM. So it operates like an auction. So it obviously can't show all of its ads within its inventory to any given search term. So they auction these placements off. So one of the biggest factors in deciding how many times your ad is going to be viewed is how much you're willing to bid on that keyword. You know, there are different methods to express what you're willing to pay, whether for clicks, sales, etc. But the ad will go to the highest bidder with the highest ad quality score. So that's the next point. So an ad quality score is uh, Google takes into consideration how good of an ad you've created or how well it meets the demand for those keywords. So this is measured by click-through rates and um, how much time people are spending on the site when they click through. So if you have an engaging ad that generates a lot of clicks, Google may make more money off your pay-per-click strategy, so they will show it more frequently. So next category for what influences whether or not your ad will be shown is the budget that you set. So you are able to set daily, quote unquote, (laughs) let's call it budgets. And Google can sometimes go over and sometimes go under, but it will always have to have the average uh, across a month. So the average across a month is your daily budget. If you've already spent your budget, uh, your ad won't be shown. So that's important to know because some people, when they're getting up and running on Google ads, they might be like, why is why am I spending 200 today when I only said I wanted to spend 100 So it can spend up to twice as much, but in a given 30-day period, it has to equal the average that you set for your daily. So next is targeting. So there are many different targeting options within Google and uh, other search platforms. This is because Google is able to collect a enormous amount of data on its users. Um, because of this, you can target based on demographic, psychographic, and many other forms of data. 
So I'm going to hyperlink a list of tools that are helpful for SEM. And the more you start to learn about Google Ads, the more you can leverage those tools. And I would like, you know, if, if I had um, a video podcast, which unfortunately we don't have at this point, is I would maybe walk you through how to actually set up a Google ad. So instead, I am going to link a course that I think is really, really strong and not too overpriced. And the course walks you through everything you need to know from A to Z in Google ads, including um, Google will put a lot of these pitfalls where Google recommends something that probably isn't in your best interest. And it makes sense that Google would recommend it because it's going to make them more money. So uh, just there's some pitfalls to be careful of. So I do recommend going through a course if you are a business owner or even if you're outsourcing to an agency or to a PPC expert, it's it's good to know these things so that you can ask more informed questions and also listen to their strategy and see if they have a good strategy. You know, you might not be want to be the person running the day-to-day, but at least having a good overall knowledge will will be helpful. So another tip I would say for Google Ads in particular is to allocate 80% of your budget toward what works and what you know or like making in tweet making tweaks or improvements to your best performers and then use 20% of your budget for testing. So yeah, testing is important and you want to A-B test different ad copy. You can also test, you know, DuckDuckGo ads versus Google ads. But in short, you you know, you want to put 80% of efforts can be dedicated to um, to what works. So Another tip is seeing what works for competitors. So you can check out a tool called SpyFu. And SpyFu has free versions that allow you to see what your competitors are bidding on for keywords, as well as keywords that it recommends that you might want to start bidding on. So this tool is definitely super helpful for generating an effective keyword strategy for SEM and even for SEO. So um, I guess I'll go over some terms that you might want to know when getting started with Google Ads. And then we'll go into how to use creative, how to use creativity in your Google Ads. And then of course, I'll link that course so you can learn how to build them out. And the course walks you through step by step. It's not too long of a course. Um, I think it covers just enough to get you super familiar without being like inundating or boring. So um, some important terms would be CPM, which is cost per melee. So that's the cost divided by the impressions times a thousand. Or sorry, sorry, the cost, yeah, the cost per impression times a thousand. Uh, and that's going to be your cost per melee. CPC is just cost per clicks. So cost times clicks. Click through rate is basically as it sounds. So Clicks over divided by impressions times a thousand or times a hundred. Conversion rate is going to be conversions divided by clicks times a hundred. Uh, CPA is cost per acquisition, so just the cost divided by the impressions times the click through rate times the conversion rate, or just the cost over the number of people that you acquired. Uh, the cost per lead is cost divided by leads. A ROAS is a term you might hear. It's return on ad spend. And it's the ad money earned divided by the ad money spent. And then return on investment is 
uh, pretty obvious, but money gained minus money spent divided by money spent. So yes, I'll also link a Google Ads audience targeting resource. And then let's talk about something fun. I think um, so with creative, getting creative with Google Ads is really important. So if you stop what you're doing right now and go to Google and search your product, your service, your industry, you can take a look at the ads and they're probably going to be pretty much the same. It's going to be XYZ name, product service, you know, and it's it's pretty straightforward. So what if you turn this on your head and did something different? Um, remember, no one buys off of a headline. The goal of the headline is to get people to click, click to your site. So you can go through this teasing your lead magnet for your newsletter, which what we talked about in another episode with maybe a a grabby headline that we worked on, or maybe you can get even more creative. So Carrie Rose absolutely blew my mind with what's possible on Google ads. She started what's called Rise at Seven. It's a pretty epic agency. And she seems to be a leading expert on creative approaches to SEM and SEO. So traditionally, SEM was kind of cut and dry. It's bid on the keywords relevant to your product. And I saw a presentation of hers using the platform a bit more creatively to get insane results. Or she also just talked about other people who have used it more creatively. I mean, it opened my mind to this, how you can use creativity in pretty much anything. So here's an example. So Snickers bid keywords on misspelled words with the tagline, you're not you when you're hungry. So let's say someone typed in business wrong. You would see, did you mean business and and then have it spelled correctly? And then it says the ad would be, you know, ad related to this would be you're not you when you're hungry.com. And then they said, you, why you, you can't spell properly. And these are all spelled wrong. So you can't spell properly when hungry. Grab yourself a Snickers. And they spelled every single one of those words wrong. And I think it's it's great because it got a lot of press, a ton of links, and crazy engagement. So another example, Samsung bought ad placements for the iPhone 6S. And the results like speak for themselves. They were crazy. It had like a 1,300% click-through rate and 25 media placements. And the ad was really simple. It said, awkward, you obviously mean s6samsung.com. So just like a funny way to play with different keywords and um, advertise, you know, in a new way that if you can do things creatively, it it can get um, a lot of buzz and a lot of press. So just wanted to let you know that you can open your mind when doing Google ads. Maybe you do something a little bit more unique, but you want to be thinking, how can I put an ad in front of people who would ultimately be likely to buy my product or service? So obviously you want to hit those main keywords. If you're a, if you're selling a weight loss supplement, you obviously want to bid keywords on weight loss supplement because there's such high intent behind those search terms someone who's looking for that is ready to buy in most cases. So this is why Google wins every time because the intent is there, you know, versus social media. It's like you can target the people, but the intent is not always there. They might just be wanting to be mindlessly scrolling instead of actually actively purchasing. But with Google, people are ready to pull the trigger in more cases than not. So it's a it's an amazing platform and um, hopefully something you're already using in your business 
but maybe this uh, takeaway would be see if you can open your mind to a different way to use the platform. I'll link the resources in the description, and hopefully this episode episode was helpful in some way, and I hope you can improve your uh, SEM game. And check out SpyFu as well. It's a great tool. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sliced Podcast. If you enjoyed listening, we would love for you to share this little slice of insight with your friends. See you next week.